All right, ready? I'm Merida. I'm Elise. And, and this is, is your 20s. I hope everything is going well in your life, even though we're amidst chaos. Even though life is hell. <laughs> life in 2020, 2020 is 2020 is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> but we're here doing this podcast all yeah, together. Yeah, we're still doing it. We're so still doing it. We're at my mom's house today. Yeah. Um, my mom's life. got like a pretty good setup though, so shout out to Gina. <laughs> Thanks for um, yeah, so, I mean, we've been working with what we got. So. Yeah. So, if you're new to this podcast, um, this is the This Is Your 20s podcast, where we talk about anything and everything in your 20s, obstacles you're going to face. We tell really cool stories of young musicians, young creatives, young entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. um, so, today, we have the R&B June with us today. Um, June Botang is his real name, but he goes by R&B June. Singer, songwriter, musician, um, Wonderful soul, from what I can tell so far. <laughs> um, no, but thank That's you for okay. being here. Thank you, thank you guys. Um, do you want to just give like a rundown of introduction about something about yourself? Tell yeah. the world. Um, <laughs> no pressure. I, just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've been you know doing music for I don't know since probably about 2015. Um, you know, I enjoy doing music. I like to play basketball, nice. but. Obviously, my passion is music, so, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, ask away. Ask away, yeah, <laughs> we have lots of questions for you today. And this has been, like, an episode in the works for a while now, right? Yeah. I mean, it's been, like, at least maybe over a month, but. Yeah, it's been. So, thanks for being patient with us, yeah, and, sure. you know, everything is just. Crazy it's right now. Everyone's like, we're literally flying by the seat of our pants yeah. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. So. so I drove down to Cincy um, today mm -hmm. to do this episode, but yeah. we've been back and forth. We're looking in the next few months to just be in one place and have our own home studio. So that's in the, the future here, but yeah. we're making it work. But thank you for being here. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, sure. um, so we'll kind of dive in with all these questions. Um, I really want to get into your creative process and you as a musician. So you released your first music in 2017. Mm -hmm. um, what made you get into music? Like what, have you been singing your whole life or was it yeah. just something you're like, all right, I need to put my foot down and do it because I love it. Yeah, so I graduated from high school 2013. Okay. Um, I just started to, you know, kind of get into music. Um, my sister sings, like my okay. brother, like we all sing. But okay. my sister can really sing. That's who I, you know, kind of got my singing from. Is she older than you? Yeah, she's 20. She, she gonna kill me. She's 29. <laughs> <laughs> she's 20, so grab her on that show. Yeah. Um, Runs in the family. Yeah. yeah, so I, you know, we started off, I started off like that. Um, one day, I just was like, man, I want to write a song. And I was like, just got done listening to Justin Bieber. And I was like, I'm about to write a Justin Bieber song. <laughs> so I wrote it and showed my brother. He was like, yo, this is really good. Wow. So, yeah. So then after that, I was like, I mean, I guess I'm going to start doing it. So that's kind of how I started writing music. And um, What year recording. was that? This was 2000, I would say 2016. Okay. Yeah. What was the song about? Do you remember? <sighs> Remember, okay. <laughs> it's so long ago. It's, it's so always good ago. to see the first song mm -hmm. that you sat down and wrote because I remember like being. Um, so for those listening, I also am a singer songwriter, musician, whatever, but being like six years old, like mm -hmm. making up songs in my head, mm -hmm. like I couldn't even 
I didn't know really what I was doing. Just like mm. that, it's instilled in you right, from right. a young age, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you're surrounded by a family right. of musicians and mm-hmm. musically yeah. talented people. But yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And now, fast forward 2020. Now I'm putting albums out and Ooh! singles and stuff. Yeah. That's so you know. cool. Yeah. Great. Um, pause this episode right now if you're listening and go check R&B June out. On Spotify or Apple pe- Apple Podcast, no, Apple, Apple Music, <laughs> Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast. <laughs> check us out on Apple Podcast, but yeah. check them out. Go listen to his stuff, and you guys will understand the context of this episode better because his music is like I can't even describe it. It's so beautiful. His voice, I'm just gonna brag yeah, on a little bit. His voice, angelic, angelic like yeah. and smooth too. Ooh, it's so, so good. basically like this whole episode, we're just gonna be hyping him up, right? <laughs> we're just gonna be complimenting compliments after compliments, you know. Uh-huh. No, but it's important to you know hear the music and then see the story behind it, and that's what I'm really curious about sure. and excited to dive into that. But um, yeah, well, I question. think it's cool too because like. I'm just wondering, like, I think when I listen to people on the radio, I'm, or, wow, I sound like I'm fucking 45 years old. (laughs) When I turn on my AM, FM station, oh my god, I'm so embarrassing. Um, When I listen to my artists, I'm always kind of like, how the fuck did you start? You know, like, I feel like there's just like this, um, you idolize these people in a way where you're kind of like, they just must be like otherworldly in some way, but mm-hmm. then I think it's really refreshing to like hear what you said, where you were just like, I want to write a song. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it just starts somewhere. Yep. And you know, you said you started, you liked when you were a six-year-old. So mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think just having that reminder of the fact that like these people are just real people telling their stories that started yeah. off the way you did at one point too is mm-hmm. just like refreshing and cool to me. So. Right. That's the whole thing. Like your twenties, <clears throat> you don't really have shit figured out, or your career. You know what you're passionate about, but you mm-hmm. don't have like you direction. don't have the guidance. Right, you don't right. have direction, mm-hmm. and you're not yeah. where you want to be. Right. Right. So like just navigating that, and then having you know, hopefully this podcast yeah. is just like a journal entry for you and you look back on it and you're like damn like yeah. I did that yeah. I did it I did oh. what I wanted to do yeah. so that's always our goal for sure keep going always with it always um so who is your biggest inspiration for music my biggest inspiration I mean it's it's changed but I, from the jump I would say it was Usher okay like that's like my guy oh, like geez. I listened started from 8701 confessions all of that so um uh, it's probably a mix between him and Frank Ocean. I like a lot of Frank Ocean. Where is is he gonna put out any music? I know. Soon? Where are you, Frank? Ocean? I saw the funniest tweet the other day. It's like, did Frank like get lost on his way to the studio? Like, <laughs> are you good? Like, do you need to be picked up? Like, <laughs> oh, honestly, are you there, Frank? Yeah. Get to the studio. Yeah. <laughs> do you need an Uber? I will call you one. Where are you? No, that's that's huge inspiration for me as well. Yeah. Like I love his Frank Ocean. his uh, songwriting capabilities, like. It's crazy. Oh, I'm still trying to crack like a few songs, like what the meaning Right, is. like he makes you like listen to the song and it's like, what did he just say? And then you go back like two weeks later, you figure out what he said in that and, line. I catch like, things, crazy. Yeah. new things right. every time. Mm-hmm. I like, oh, yeah, Frank Ocean is you know. insane. What's well, your favorite Frank Ocean album? Probably, oh man. Probably Channel Orange. Okay, that's the, yeah. yeah. You can't comp- yeah, you can't love, really, love, comp- Blonde was great. Well, I love Blonde too. So. Amazing, but. Channel Orange was just like yeah. such a special time in my mm-hmm. life when it dropped, you know? When was that? Like what summer was high, that? High school for us. That was probably... Was it the summer mm-hmm. after we graduated? 
Maybe? No, I was a senior. Okay. Or a junior. No, but you're totally right. Like, there's so many of his songs that, like, I just hear, and it's just immediate nostalgia for, like, yeah. my old life. One of them is so Godspeed. Oh, song. so good. Like, that that's one of the songs that, like, I could listen to at any mm -hmm. time of day. Song's fire. And I, I can listen to it a thousand times, and I won't get bored of it. Yeah, yeah. song's fire. So I have a question because you were talking about how you like, you know, he has a way of writing that's like you're cracking a code almost. Yeah. What is your like inspiration for writing? Is it your thoughts? Is it poetry? Or is it more of just like, or is it a mix of both? Like I just have a cool beat and I just want to make like, you know, a catchy song versus I want to like really say something here. Like what's your mission? Yeah. So I think it just depends on the beat. So if I hear the beat. The first thing I do is lay down melodies. Like so, I'll have like a bunch of melodies in my head, and I lay it down, and then I'll I'll figure out which are like I guess the catchiest parts of my melodies, okay. and I start building off of that. So then I'll I'll just have like a whole track full of just melodies. Okay. And then once I get, once I have that, that's that's when I start writing to it. Okay. So that's kind of my process of songwriting. So you kind of um, like hum along, see what's catchy, and then I literally because I have my own studio, so at, at my your house, house, yeah, I do in my basement. Goals. That's so what I need. that's what I need. Yeah. That's awesome. So I literally hear the beat. I have like I already have like a preset mix on my on my voice, and then I just go in there, come up with a melody, and then from then I just start writing my writing my song. Wow, yeah. I would love to see your studio, and just it's like cool. it's just a special thing to be <clears throat> in the space of people making music. Like mm -hmm. that's. I'm it's so, like their sanctuary. Yeah, and it's just like such a, especially for me because I have such an appreciation for the process of music making, especially mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. um, so last <clears> summer <throat> I released, actually around this time, my birthday's on Thursday, so okay. I dropped it on my birthday last year, my 21st birthday. But I spent like the whole summer just being surrounding myself with musicians, not mm -hmm. really like you know, because I wanted to make a hit or blah, 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 just because I wanted learn. to be around, yeah, right, wanted to learn. Sure. And that's the biggest advice I would say, we'll get into more advice later, mm -hmm. but for young musicians, like just be around, surround yourself with creatives music, yeah. and people who have <clears throat> home studios mm -hmm. who took the time to make home studios because you will learn a lot more than you could get from a book, you know? But also you could learn a lot through YouTube. Everything's on YouTube. YouTube University. Like, I should have just went there to be honest. All of that, like everything is literally <laughs> Well, it's too YouTube. late now. We're all graduated, yeah. so yeah. good for us. Honestly, so. young kids are so lucky. Yeah. I mean, we're lucky too we have YouTube, but mm -hmm. like, YouTube University is a real thing. Everything's on there. Everything. Everything. You would ever need to know. Seriously. Um, especially with um, like beat producing, and mm -hmm. there's a lot of you know guys out there. Do you watch any of them? Or um, well, my brother, he he like he likes to watch like you know people how they make beats and stuff like that and mix because he mixes most of my stuff like my vocals. Wow. I'm, I'm now starting to get into it like you know mixing, but um. Everything that you need to know is on YouTube. Like, mm -hmm. just watch YouTube, and you'll have the sound that you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. that's so cool. That's how yeah. I learned how to edit, um, just like on Premiere. Yeah, yeah. Because you, when you open up like Logic mm -hmm. or what do you? What's uh, Logic? Just different reasons. Pro Reason, Pro Tools, Ableton. I use Logic. My okay. brother uses Reason to make beats, and okay. then we transfer over the beats over to Logic so I can record my vocals. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, but opening up like those systems for the first time is so overwhelming. It is. And that's how I felt with Premiere. I like I remember last summer, um, so it's taken like a year to actually get comfortable with Premiere, so be patient, okay, yeah. um, with anything that you're wanting to do. But I remember opening it up and I was like so overwhelmed I just closed my laptop. I'm like, I, I can't 
there's just too much, too yeah. many buttons. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know anything. But then yeah. YouTube really. Well, and that's the thing with anything, too. I mean, I mean, we talked about, like, how we started our podcast. We had had the idea for so long. We still don't know what the fuck yeah, we're doing. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it was, like, a constant but we're doing it. <laughs> being, like, a feeling at, at the beginning. I remember we were so bogged down. We were like, how mm-hmm. do we start? How do we do this? What if we don't do it right? Blah, blah, blah. And then one day we just like went Raised in the studio it. and we're like, okay, we're just gonna do it. It was 14 minutes long, I think. <laughs> yeah, go check out our first yeah, episode. It was, it, is. it was like we were literally just like, hi, we're here. Um, <laughs> don't know what the fuck is going on, but hello. At all, yeah. And so I think like it's just I don't know. I think it's a big old metaphor when you're in your 20s, where like it could be producing music or editing videos or making a podcast or for me like making our website, like literally just anything that you're doing don't don't give up because like the first glance at it or the first like dipping your toe in the water feels mm-hmm. like I there's so much I don't know I'm just gonna give up right it's baby steps I mean everyone right no one knew what the fuck they were doing when they started right trust that's the process too. yeah exactly. trust the pro- we literally have an episode called that <laughs> trust the process that's awesome. awesome yeah wisdom wisdom right there I know I have <clears> so much I'm just um, loaded with wisdom <laughs> I'm getting there I gotta read up more also, do you no, read I, I, everything's false? Like my wisdom is, I'm it's it's fake, fake confidence. Oh, fake! I gotta get it. <laughs> no, no, but it's no, but that's important. Like that's like that's what you just have to fake it till you make it, and yeah. then eventually you realize, oh, I actually do know what I'm doing. You yeah, know what I mean, that's exactly what we're yeah. doing in this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's for just sure. like pretends like everything's good, and someone will believe it. So, <laughs> sorry, I'm like on fire that's today. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, I've had a lot of coffee today. If you can't tell. <laughs> yeah, my she eyes are my people dilated. She's like, <laughs> I'm locked in, baby. Locked in. Um, so we kind of talked about like what music means to you. Yeah. Um, but I guess what are your goals with music, and like, what has music meant to you since 2017, and what does it mean to you now? Mm-hmm. Loaded question. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'll start with. I mean, my goals is obviously to be an artist, but um, I also enjoy the songwriting process. So, like, I like to write for other people. Like, that's a goal of mine. Yeah. So, um, as far as what was the second part of your question? Um, what does music? What did music mean to you then? Has that changed from how what it means to you now? Yeah. Um, I think at first I kind of was just doing it like, you know, for fun. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like sonically, just wanting to hear what it sounds like and mm-hmm. like make the best sounding music. But uh, now it's just like. I listen to certain artists like, you know, Frank Ocean and, you know, people that have, like, meaning into their songs. And I don't know if that kind of helped me to bring out my, you know, me out into the track. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so, yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, like, the more you do it, mm-hmm. like we've just, we're talking about, the more comfortable you get with, yeah. you know, constant releases and consistency is key. Like, okay, it really is, yeah. especially with music. Yeah. I need to take my own advice with that, but <laughs> but I'll get there. I know I, I know I'm not gonna stop until I'm where I want to be with it, yeah. and that's like I've already decided that, mm-hmm. so that's what it's gonna be, you know. Yeah. And that's that's what I would say. If you're truly in it and passionate enough about it, you're gonna do it. You're yeah. gonna get there. Just keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. Keep Just pushing. Keep going. You listen yeah. to Toby Lou. Toby Lou. Oh. I One know. of my favorite artists. Who's Toby? Hold on. He has a song. Um, I'm a buff baby, but I dance like a. Yeah, nice lady. Yeah, she's shaking her hands. Oh, I never heard no. That. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> you I ain't heard so that. that. Shout out Toby Lou uh, and Toby Lou fans. One of my favorite artists. I'll he's check him out. he's one of the artists. Um, one of my favorite artists because of his 
lyrics. Gotcha. He's so raw with what he says. And he he's, talks a lot about mental health. He sounds so. familiar. I just I don't know if I've actually listened to a song yet. Yeah. I'll but yeah. You have to show this me This is so funny because I'm sitting here and like I am soaking in all of your set, all of what you guys are saying. <laughs> but this is like very niche for them, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like music mm-hmm. is That's their thing. Shit. If mm-hmm. someone were to start talking to me about the WTA <laughs> tennis tour, I would be doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like but it's interesting though to like watch two people clearly your passions are both music the way that your guys is light your eyes light up when you guys talk to each other is funny mm-hmm. to it's me real, it's yeah. awesome like yeah. i love when some, you get into a con- like a conversation with someone and you can just it's visible to them their body language changes their eyes when change, they're excited when they're about excited it. and passionate about something yeah i just think that that's I don't know, that's really special to see in someone. And if you're ever a person, I think I've seen this tweet before, if you're ever a person where you're talking to someone and they're so excited about what they're talking about and you're not listening, like, don't be that person. Yeah. Like, be, be supportive. You, be know? That, you don't know what ha- you don't have to know what the fuck is going on. I'm not really sure what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. But you can still <laughs> learn from people, yep. right? So that's yep. the point. Yeah, be yeah. present. Always. Mm-hmm. Always when you're... Try to be, yeah. That's hard. When someone's talking about what they love. Yeah, for real. Um... So, <clears throat> let's see. We kind of went through all these questions. Well, I'm Ooh. curious. Can I ask yes. something? So, you had talked about how you lay down a beat first before you write. Yeah. But you also want to be a songwriter. Yes. So, do you have a journal of lyrics? Like, do you just kind of write what you see? Like, how does that work? Because I love writing. I'm, mm-hmm. I have write our blog posts. And for me, a lot of the times, it's like kind of dead for two weeks, no thoughts. Yeah. And then I have like a surge of thoughts and you, I, you like need to get them down or yeah. else you right. forget. Is that That's, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, are you like that? Or are you more consistent with your thoughts? Um, I would say more consistent. I, I, I usually just hear a beat and whatever that feeling of the beat, like whatever it gives me from that beat, how, whatever I, I feel once I hear that beat, that's what I, I don't know like for some reason that's just how it works I really can't explain it I just hear a beat mm-hmm. and the melodies just literally just start coming to me like mm-hmm, really yeah. fast and then I start to hear like little words that I say in my melodies sometimes I like freestyle mm-hmm. pretty that's pretty much what it is freestyling mm-hmm. right and I'll hear something that I you know did in my freestyle I'm like yeah that's it that's that's what we need to talk about in this that's song cool. so yeah that's a gift you have. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. really hard for some people. Yeah, Sometimes that's really hard for me because, like, I'm I'm good at like getting lyrics. I'm really bad at finishing songs, but mm-hmm. I'm good at always like making like the hook for mm-hmm. it. But to have that ability to hear a beat and just kind of just ponder on it and then go from there, like a lot of people can't do that. Like, that's how you know you were meant to be a musician. Yeah. It comes, you said it comes so easily. It to really you. does. It, it's, it's like a, a yeah. feeling that's evoked from. Like thoughts are evoked from sound. Like that's just crazy to me. That is. That's awesome. My, um, I'm very thankful to be in a musical family as well. Mm -hmm. Um, My grandma actually lived her entire life where she had a condition where she was, she constantly hears music, like Mm -hmm. a full orchestra. You're crazy. No, different grandma. So my my, uh, dad's mom. Okay. Her name is Karen. Um, Yeah, she, her entire life she's heard music constantly That's in her wild. head. Isn't that crazy? I've never heard of them. I think that would be a blessing, but that also would also be like, like shut up. <laughs> like, or, like, some point you're trying to like, go to bed. Right, you're trying to go to sleep. Like, <laughs> and sometimes it would be like more present. Like she would just be, I remember like memories as a kid, like she would just be sitting in her chair, uh, like looking out the window and like, I, like she would be hearing a full orchestra. That's crazy. 
just sitting looking out the window and it'd be very loud in her head at that moment oh, in time. Wow. like crazy yeah that's wild i had never heard of that before but mm. she's yeah. just such a caring person like a too. musical like, savant music right seriously i'm like wow that's insane that's yeah. insane i would not god i would go crazy <laughs> she just My she was very like quiet mm -hmm. she didn't talk much but like just that's such so a cool woman mm -hmm. and i didn't i didn't know really that she had that condition right it's not a condition but that about her until like later in life i think it was like 16 17 when mm -hmm. i found out and i was yeah. like that makes that's sense she was always yeah. in her yeah. head you know that's wild yeah that's pretty cool that's um i so i i know you wanted to talk about letter to you which was a song you released yeah when did you release that um, that was that was last year okay 2020 I, yeah oh this year actually wasn't that yeah, it was 2020. 2020. Yeah, I'm sure. This year feels this like right. this year feels like a whole decade yes, within itself. Yes, yes, so, yes. guys, it's August. It's <laughs> Have we processed that? It's fucking August. It was just January first. Yeah, I know. Like, I and I know people say that all the time, but like more than any time in my life. Have I, like time is not real first in this of all. year. No, it's this not. year because it's felt so long. Like March, April felt so long to yeah. me, and then everything else was just like a blur. I feel like I'm going back to school too. It's just like, and this is the first year we're not going back to school. I know. I think we're living in wow. the twilight zone right now. I. It's a weird time. Hey, twenties fam! Make sure you go check out R&B June's new music. She's a ghost. So we're gonna shift gears a little bit and yeah. talk to like June, but like I want to say R and B June. Do people call you R and B June? Just like flows very nicely. Yeah. yeah. What would um, you prefer? It doesn't matter. Okay. Cool. June or R and B June doesn't matter. I like the name June too. I just feel like you don't hear that name at all. Actually, yeah. I was gonna. I forgot to ask you right at the beginning, but how'd you get R and B June? I know your real name is June, but. <laughs> so okay, so my real name is actually Emmanuel. Okay. My dad, I have my dad's name. So okay. I'm a junior. Okay. So from oh. junior, they call me June. What? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, <laughs> Got so it. Call me June. So then I came up with, well, actually, me and my friend, I was trying to figure out like an artist name, and I didn't want it to be June because that name is so, you know, broad. You yeah. Know, it would be hard to find mm -hmm. on Apple Music or, you know, yeah. Google Play, whatever. So I'm like, okay, well, he was like, well, I mean, make R&B music. He was like, R&B June. I was like, all right, cool. I like it. It's it smooth, isn't it? It really flows very nicely. If I were an artist, what would not my name be? Can Let's we come up with see. one? Hmm. <laughs> tits McGee. Tits McGee. <laughs> I was going to say something about your tits. Yeah. <laughs> But that's okay. We could also unpack I mean, that because me in high school, so that was kind of not. I also, nice. Mayor, I really want to do an episode with a female music artist and talk about in the industry how women just have to like have the full package, like the body, blah blah. Oh, I guess every yeah. musician you have to have that presence, you know, and mm -hmm. they have like a certain standard for what you should look like. But I'm, I would be so curious to get like a woman's perspective yeah. in the industry on that. But also, like from a male perspective, like, do you ever feel like? extra pressure to like not only have i mean the sound but there is like you know like a, a look. gotta a have look. the looks gotta have the, the package like whatever that also is. you gotta be good on camera like you gotta yeah. be able to um, be good on the stage like it's more than just writing lyrics and right i don't think you necessarily have to be like this 
extravagant, good-looking <laughs> dude. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like in today's day, you don't really have to look like that. Mm -hmm. You just have to have, like, a cool aesthetic. Whatever your aesthetic is, you just keep it that yeah. way. You know, like... You just have to be true to whatever right. you are. You know, someone like... I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, Bryson Tiller. I mean, he's not, like... He's not clean and, like, clean. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is, but then sometimes he's just, like, a regular dude wearing a hat some earrings yeah. and like he, raps he looks like what everyone else right. is like you know what i mean like he raps about wanting to just be a regular normal guy. right yeah. and I, I just think you know you don't have to look you know up to what people think you have to look like mm -hmm. for example even someone like lizzo or uh pink, yes. pink sweats you know what i'm saying like lizzo you changed to, the game you don't gotta look especially like that for women. Like, yeah. yeah just be yourself yeah also like megan trainer with the whole like that song all about that mm -hmm. thing that, I love it. that was amazing for me as a woman to hear right. and for that the song to blow up i was like things no, are that's changing. kind of a shift right. i think in what maybe that was 2016 i yeah, want to say when that song came out but i feel like from there things have from what i've noticed at least shifted a little bit you know just like you don't have to necessarily be like your prepackaged right artist like and lizzo is a big you know example yeah. of of representation for women mm -hmm. yeah lizzo i mean the, the fact that we live in a world now where someone who looks like Lizzo mm -hmm. is as big as she is, yeah. that makes me so happy. Because yeah. yeah. she's talented. Yeah, that, it shouldn't yeah. be about what it should be about talent, her size yeah. is. It uh, should be about her voice is amazing. She has great energy on stage. Yeah. And, you know? Yep. Yeah. Did you I know she, she was working to be an artist for 10 years and she almost gave I, up? Yeah, I actually seen, she was like interviewing, I forget who it was. She was interviewing someone. She was like Loki doing what you guys are doing right now. So, hey. and then like all of a sudden she's just like, blows up off yeah. of that song. Yeah, you just so. never know. Yeah. You need that one and it just hit. just be your one break, you know? Yeah. She That's said, crazy. yeah, she's like, I almost gave up 10 mm -hmm. years She used to, like, I think I saw, I don't know exactly what she did, but she used to, like, dress up as the Statue of Liberty and, like, spin signs or something. I She was, like, a sign spinner for some something or other on the side of the road just like yep. it's just crazy everyone has a journey <laughs> yeah cool. no one's unless you're like beyonce's child unless you're blue ivy and you are right. literally born into <laughs> a billionaire family but imagine the amount of pressure she must well she's five so she might have that, that she have will pressure. feel that yeah. she will feel yeah, yeah. That's so poor, yeah not maybe not even from beyonce and jay-z but from the rest of the world, the world. You know? i like, i, I always thought like at, at what point do celebrities kids understand who their parents are yeah, like, like a Kardashian at, at what point will North understand, like, holy shit, the whole world knows my name? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? Well, like, that's such a different I don't childhood. Know if I want that. Yeah. I mean, grass like, isn't always greener. Yeah. A lot of these kids is getting onto these um, social networks real early, you oh, know, I like know. TikTok. TikTok. So, you have a TikTok? I, I do, but I haven't video yet. I'm coming with it. Trump just banned it. <laughs> better Trump do it fast. Nah, all the I mean, TikToks that no, it's, he it's, said it was going to, but oh, I don't know if he actually. See. I don't know if it's actually gonna happen. I'm not sure, but I do love TikTok. TikTok is like hilarious. Yeah. It's funny. No, it's just crazy. I mean, we live in, a, like, I'm only 22, but like, I didn't even have that social media when I was younger. And girls, and I mean, and guys, like, you see all these trends and these aesthetics yeah. that, like, they're just. You can't be a kid anymore. Everything, yeah. every decision that you make is shaped off of what mm -hmm. is popular for six months, and then you shift. And it's like it, yeah. it just—I I would imagine that that type of pressure could create like a serious identity crisis yeah. with a young person. Definitely, because you still don't, your brain's developing. You don't know what the fuck is going on. Sure. I still don't know what the fuck is going on. You know, so I can't imagine 
that that extra amount of just imagery that you're like whether or not you're realizing it like subconsciously taking it on a daily yeah. basis is just yeah. nuts to me. It is yeah. it is nuts. I I tweeted a couple weeks ago like uh, when is like social media just gonna like stop? I, will it ever just stop? Oh, and yeah. I, then I did a poll. I'm like, would it, <coughs> do you think life would be better without it? And like overwhelmingly, people yeah. voted life would be better without it. We're gonna segue into talking about June's full time career. Yeah. And so aside from music, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you do? So uh, I got my bachelor's degree in psychology uh, last year, um, and I ended up getting a job at the Tower House in Cincinnati. It's like a mental health facility where I help like um, people with schizophrenia, bipolar, just pretty much help them to live, like, you know, get them. Some people are homeless, I have to find them homes. Uh, wow. Pretty much everything that you can Having think like of. Having a good is, yeah. quality of life. Yes. That's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. So you have to be a very patient person. To nah, for sure. Definitely. You know, have that energy, mm-hmm. be around that energy. Yep. You know, you gotta be very, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, and I'm curious too. So it's an it's a nine to five job, <coughs> which a nine to five job as it is can suck the life out of you. <laughs> and then this type of nine to five job, I would imagine, amplifies that even more. So how do you find like the energy and the time to make space for your creative process and your music? Like yeah. I would imagine that's kind of difficult. Right, right. So with my job, I make my own schedule. So oh, that is so nice. I'm able to, you know, get my hours in because I think we need about 27 hours each week to make of um, you are. So once I meet that, then pretty much you're like good. But mm-hmm. anyways, yeah. So it's kind of hard. Like I come from work and I, my drive too is like 40, almost 40 yeah. minutes. So it's like Ooh. I'm tired after work, go home, and then I got to start working on stuff like music, musically, and it's just like it's hard. It, it's, it's hard to, to have that creative energy. It yeah. takes a lot to you know, write mm-hmm. music and just like have that creative energy ready right. to go. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I feel yeah. that. It's yeah. always like good for me to set aside a day where mm-hmm. I can just like I. I'm mentally prepared to write a song. Mm-hmm. And I'm mentally prepared to do music today. Yeah, yeah. But if you're just exhausted from a long day, like yeah. I, I mean, really sometimes it gets like that. There's days where you're just like, man, I can't think of nothing. You know what I'm saying? But right. I just try to. I try. My goal is to try and do music every day. Like touch something. You know. So just like put something putting it in your schedule. Yeah. Even if it's like schedule. ten minutes. Singing. Even if it's ten yeah. minutes, it's it's something. Mm-hmm. You know, if you enjoy doing something, you're gonna do it. You right. know. So I want to get into Letter to You and what that song writing process looked like and what that song means to you. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite of your songs, Thank for sure. Um, so yeah, what is what was the story behind that? Okay, so um, yeah, so I was in this relationship for about 12 years. What? Wait. Oh. <laughs> Back the Hold fuck on. up. 12 years? So You're 25. When did it start? When you were 12? Yes, it was about right. Sorry, I don't mean to be judgmental. No, that's no, that's like, beginning of high school. Yeah. Well, no, 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 I'm 12. I was, I was middle school. Okay, yeah, middle yeah. school. Okay, she yeah. was a couple years older than me. So. Okay. But yeah, so yeah, we had just kind of like broke up and I decided that I wanted to, you know, I heard it, I heard this beat and I was like, man, I want to write something like about, you know, the whole situation or just, you know, something that relates to us breaking up. So... And that was probably one of the quickest songs I ever wrote. Like, wow. I think it's, um, it was an easier, you know, process for me because it's something that, like, really meant, I felt like it was going to mean something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but, yeah. So, that song was about me, like, giving 
my letter to her like hey like this oh, is letter like, to you yeah like this is this is the last thing like, wow. that I have for you type thing yeah. now I know that like next time we hear the song the lyrics are gonna hit yeah. different for sure 12 years so that's like your that's like your entire adolescence yeah that yeah. song's probably heavy <laughs> yeah it's a beautiful song too wow did you make the beat as well or no actually the beat was actually from YouTube okay. that's like one of the only songs that I have that's on from YouTube okay yeah so. That's wow, crazy. perspective right there. Everyone go yeah. listen to that song right now. Yeah. Letter to you, R&B June. <laughs> wow, that's I love songs with just like so much of your heart mm. and meaning to it. You know, that's yeah. beautiful. That's yeah. what music's supposed to be. Yeah. I hate songs that are just like I don't hate them because catchy songs are not bad. Right, but right, right. Songs like okay, I'm not gonna shit on Justin Bieber. I understand he's a great artist, mm -hmm. artist. But when Yummy came out. And that song is just like catchy as fuck. I yeah. love that song. Mm -hmm. But there's two different types of songs, in my opinion. There's like from my heart and soul experiences, blah, blah, blah. And then there's like, I just want to make a hit. Yeah. Good. You know what I mean? Not I'll, that Letter to You won't be a hit. No, but for sure, yeah. You know what I mean? There's no, like, I definitely know what you mean. I like, I mean, I, I love Justin Bieber. Me That's too. That's my guy. <laughs> like, you got that young, man. That's a banger. So like, but I think, I, actually, I've, I've heard that, that video has some like meanings behind it. I don't really know. Oh, I was aware. Okay. Yeah, so I'm not gonna get into it, but yeah, you can look it up for yourself. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Good yeah. to know. So lesson learned. Sometimes there is meaning in songs well, that are Well, and I think stupid. it's cool <laughs> that you can do like you can do both. You don't have to be bogged down to mm -hmm. one. Like, right. Oh, I feel like I have to write deep, meaningful lyrics all the time. Like yeah. sometimes you just have moments. I would imagine where right. like. I like this beat. I Sounds just want to make it cool. Like, that's, mm -hmm. there's nothing more to it, you know, yeah. and that's cool too. Yeah. I have so much respect for artists who write their own stuff, especially when you get like A list celebrity. Yeah. If you can write your own yeah. after and keep up with the mm -hmm. with your career, like, so much respect. Yeah, most people actually don't do that <laughs> because it's yeah. like, it's just too much stuff that you have like to do. Like, you know, you're going on tour. In the press, rehearsals, yeah. you're recording, you know, so you have songwriters that write songs for you. So, wow. I mean, that's you why. Know, sorry, I didn't no, go ahead. You, no. you know, Julia Michaels. Yeah, yeah. She used to be a songwriter, mm -hmm. and then she. So did Megan Trainor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they transitioned into performance. Which I yeah, just think is it happens cool. all the time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's. I mean, but you want to songwrite. Yeah. Specifically, I definitely would love to song be a songwriter and perform, and right? also be an okay. artist for sure. Yeah. You can do both. You yeah. can definitely do both. You can do whatever you do you want. prefer yeah. one to the other? No, mm -hmm. but I've, I'm finding a passion in actually writing for other people. Like, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. I love to hear that. So, if when when you write for someone else, do they give you kind of an idea of what they're looking for, or is it something that they'll just like take off of you, like work that you've already done that they like that they're inspired by? No. So it would be like. If I hear something that I feel like that artist would do, then I'm able to write in that perspective. Okay. So, I have wrote for people like just like on a not like a big scale, but yeah, I've wrote in a female's perspective, and oh, I don't know. That's just, so cool. Yeah, so it's 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 definitely interesting. I didn't re I didn't realize I could do that until I actually did it. So. How like what do you? So you said you had an older sister. Do yeah. you like tap into her experiences when you're writing no, from a female perspective? No, I, I don't. I, honestly, I just... Put yourself in Yeah, that. I put That's myself cool. in that perspective. <laughs> or if I'm around people that have a situation, I'm, you know, I'm a quiet person, so I like to listen. And mm -hmm. I just soak in all that you know, information, and I'm able to put myself in that you know, perspective. Yeah, so. When's your birthday? 
November 19th. What's your sign? Scorpio. <laughs> I'm really big into astrology. Yeah, I don't know much about. <laughs> you just giggled so. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just interesting. Though, oh, when's your birthday? <laughs> when's, your, when's your birthday? It's yeah. coming up though. Yeah, it is November. coming up. Are you gonna be 26? I'm gonna be 26. Wait, what day is your birthday? Uh, November 19th. Jesus is the 22nd. Oh, that's her boyfriend. Scorpio. Scorpio, I think yeah. so. What does that mean? Do we know? Do you know? I mean, are you into uh, astrology? I don't want to look it up. I want to look it up. So you know. <laughs> Scorpio uh, traits. I don't know. We're the best. Yeah, Scorpio. okay. Like, uh, I just know we're the shit. That's all. That's all. Okay. I know nothing about Scorpios. You are determined mm-hmm. and brave mm-hmm. and loyal mm-hmm. and honest and nice. ambitious. Nice. And jealous. Oh wow! And secretive, <laughs> and resentful, <laughs> and controlling, <laughs> and stubborn. Oh yeah, so we get the gist. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fuck. It started out really good. You're like, mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah honestly, I mean, you got, got, can't have the good without the bad, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think astrology really like it's 100 percent for everyone, mm-hmm. but in my experience my signs are like pretty spot on. So I'm not gonna say it's like the end all be all. I don't know, man. There's some but it is so interesting. I to read me. it and I'm like, yes, oh my God, that's me. And then I read it and it's like, like, what the fuck? No, yeah, not, not it at all. So <laughs> that's funny. I think it depends on the state of mind you're in too. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I don't know. Okay, so I wanna <laughs> get into some advice you would give to new music makers or anyone, any musician. So what would you tell your 20 year old self? That was five years ago. Um, hmm. It can be anything. About the person you are now. My 20 year old self or just like before? Like when I first started? Like what would I change like when I first started? Either. Either or. Hmm. I'll let you know free reign of that question. (laughs) However you want to take it. I think a lot of the times we search for, you know, Try, we try to find people that have like recording studios and stuff like that and that becomes expensive so like instead of doing that I feel like you should you know invest in yourself and mm. go on YouTube and look at the stuff that you need to build a home studio mm. I think having a home studio is the best way to go and I feel like that's that's where we're headed now mm-hmm. you know so that's what I would tell myself would would be to get a studio way earlier than what I did so how long have you had the studio since 2016 okay but i wish i would have started earlier you know yeah so but that's that's what i would tell people invest in yourself invest in yourself Mm -hmm. if that's what you want to do you you should definitely research figure out you know what kind of microphone what kind of interface how to mix all that stuff you need Mm -hmm. to like invest in yourself so so just like logistically i'm also just really curious too um because i need to i need to Mm -hmm. take that advice and have a home studio but how much money would I have to set aside to make a home studio? Man, it just if you could estimate, estimate, it just depends. Like so, a lot of to- a lot of times people think you know getting the most expensive stuff is the best stuff, but that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. You could buy a hundred dollar Focusrite interface, and it would sound like the interface that I have. I have a UAD, which was almost. $900 for that interface wow. but that's because it has like other like plugins that's like inside of the, the interface but okay. um, yeah I would say roughly two thousand maybe a thousand okay. maybe a thousand because you need you need the speakers you need the microphone you need the interface 
and then you need to you need a software whatever software you're using so if it's logic logic i think logic runs like 250 or 200 something like that okay the reason is pretty probably 300 somewhere around there okay can't remember but that's how, how much mm -hmm. you would be spending so around yeah. a thousand five hundred thousand okay. some, somewhere around there yeah. so i know like for me now that i used to think that that was a lot of money and i still kind of do but in the grand scheme of things yeah. 2k 3k for a home studio yeah. is not a lot of money it's not at all it's not yeah um, you have to start thinking about the long-term investment too mm -hmm. yeah. that's definitely i feel like something that i've learned this year especially as i've graduated is the value of a dollar is just changed. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. it doesn't make it any less expensive when you're paying for it. But if you start to think of, well, why am I buying this? How long is this going to last me? What oh, type of quality am I going to get yeah. out of it? Sometimes, you know, spending an extra $100 or so on a different piece of equipment or whatever it may be that you're investing in is well worth it. Cause you're gonna end up if it's shitty, you're gonna spend the same amount of money trying to fix it right. that you're gonna spend if you just buy the good shit in the first place. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that like just go spend your money. Like obviously we're not saying like for some people they might not have that, but right. You know if that's something that you do, saving is something that who, who said like st I wish I would have learned. It was in one of our episodes. He's like. I wish I would have told myself to just stack my money. Like, mm. honestly, I mean, and I'm learning that now, just it, whether Sorry. it's music or whether it's a, a home you're living in or your space, like if that is something that is your sanctuary, your sacred space, and you want to create it to be that for yourself, then you need to put right. the time and the money into and it. And that's very important in creating music is like where you are when you're, who you're with when you're creating music. Like yeah. that's, well, and, and no the vibe and the feeling that you right. get when you step into your studio. It yeah. should be like, you know, I mean, I, I this is a silly example, but I, for my first apartment, I was like, I want my room to be, because it's a your small place. space, yeah. I want my room to be my, like, my sanctuary, my place that I can escape to at the end of the day, and so I'm willing to invest the money that I need to in it to get it to be where I want it to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, it changes the way you... Uh, want to come home and it changes the energy that you give when you are home and if that's right. something that like you know you're coming from a full-time job you need to be in an environment that's going to inspire you right. you're excited you yeah right. yeah yeah, True. So. Definitely. yeah the, I mean we're gonna have an episode on money here soon multiple episodes on money just like different aspects of money because yeah. mm -hmm. I swear like coming into after college I still feel like I don't know shit about money so I don't know taxes and loans and all that so we're gonna get into that in yeah. other episodes but the sooner you start investing in yourself and in, and learning about money mm -hmm. the better off you're gonna be and I've learned that you know I'm, I'll be thankful at 26 or 30 that I started like saving mm -hmm. and putting aside money for what I actually want to do with my life when I was 21 mm -hmm. you know yeah, yeah. So that's a little yeah, build your empire sure. now. For sure. Well, I think a studio too, it's not something that you can just dish out like a ton of money and get everything at once. I would imagine that's something that you build over time, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Definitely. Yep. That's a work um, in progress. So I want to kind of talk about like your accomplishments as a musician so far. Mm -hmm. So I know we know this, but um, mm -hmm. tell about 
your performing live experience and where you got to do that and who you got to open for. Gotcha. Which is um, really cool. He just like very casually dropped this like in our conversation before <laughs> we started recording FYI, so just wait till you hear this. So uh, my jaw dropped, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I was performing with a rapper. His name was Picasso. He's from Middletown. Shout out to Picasso. Shout out to uh, Picasso. Yeah, so he gave me an opportunity to uh, perform with him, and it was we were opening up for Juicy J at Bogarts. Come on, that now. was probably <laughs> one of the most scariest moments I ever like experienced. Because how many people were in the there? Crowd? Was a lot of people in the crowd, and it was my first time like performing. That was your first experience. My first time performing was was that. And I was like, Were you wow. sober? <laughs> we, yeah, I would have gotten so hammered that well, it was wild. <laughs> I would have had a, ripped a few before I went on. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. I probably would have too. That's ooh. yeah. It, it What's was that wild. feeling of like just standing on that like stage? Euphoria, that's I'm sure. Like as an artist, I dream of that. Like that's my end goal. I want to be in front of that many people. Yeah. And I know I could do it, mm-hmm. but I think like I have never felt you that. Well, no, until you actually I know, that's the thing. How do you put into words what that felt like? like? I mean, it's, it was crazy. Like just seeing everyone just like looking at you, just staring at you. I'm just like, man, I can't mess up. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's, it's nerve wracking, but it's also exciting at the same time. That's so, amazing. Yeah. That is so cool. That like gives me chills. Cause I know that yeah. feeling. And performing yeah I mean I haven't done it nearly as much as you guys have yeah. but I do remember it even at, on small scales and there is nothing like it like yeah. seriously especially like when the curtains open or when you first see the crowd for the first time you're like holy shit they're yeah. here for me mm-hmm. that is so oh, I, I know I miss it I yeah. miss that feeling for sure and I feel like that is what most artists that are doing it for the right reasons are yeah like they're right they're chasing that feeling you know yeah. I mean, that's so cool to me Wait, so, okay, so didn't, you said you were very nervous. Yeah. And you said that you barely had a voice, right? Yeah, I was so sick. I had pneumonia. Uh, man, it was really bad. I, I felt like I was off balance for, I dealt with, I think it's called vertigo for almost oh, a year God, and a half. Oh, was terrible. Oh, my God. It was bad. Yeah, I lost, like, probably 20, probably 20, 30 pounds during that time. You were like. But I still did it because it was an opportunity, so, yeah. you know, but. Wow. Yeah. And what did you, like, learn from that first performance? Um, I would say, I, I was, I, I, I would say just being more confident and, you know, uh, I think a tip that works is if you are nervous, just look at the back of the room mm-hmm. and I think that's, it was helpful for me the next time I performed. So, I mean, um, yeah, that's what I would say. Did you, did the nerves like go away as you were performing or were you just nervous the whole time? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In my experience, they do go away after a while. You're like, oh, this you is You get fun. used to it. Yeah, I, yeah I would say for that performance itself, I was nervous the, the, the whole way through just because I was sick and I was mm-hmm. like, not sure how I was going to sound. But like the second time that I had performed, um, I was, I would say I was nervous initially, but as I kept doing more songs, it was just like, all right, I'm cool. There you go. That's amazing. Yeah. What an experience. Like Bogart's like for people that don't know Cincinnati. I didn't know, yeah. It's like a it's like a concert menu. It's not like when he said my first time I was just, you know, opening up like for first of all, Juicy J, like yeah. oh, okay, like no big deal. Um, <laughs> Shout out then, our friend Ma- uh, Maisie because she loves Juicy J. Oh, yeah, She's she gonna does. freak out when she hears this. But like Bogarts is not like a tiny little like I'm just playing at an open bar type of deal like that. Like people it's buy tickets. It's a venue. It's like, a venue. It's, that's very impressive. So. Wow. 
Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. We're so excited to see where you, where go. you go yeah. with music. Like Definitely. you're already just so such an incredible artist. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. And it's good for it's good for artists to have that re you know mm -hmm. affirmation from others. Like oh, okay, like that my song that meant so so much to me also means something to someone. Yeah. I know like that's one of my goals mm -hmm. as well. Like yeah. if I can touch someone with my music, mm -hmm. that's all I need. Yeah. That's all I need. But you have like yep, you're, I listened to his song Vacation. I think I said this in the beginning, but. His song Vacation, I literally listen to it every day. Like it's it's like on my playlist, everything, and I'm I'm just like thankful <laughs> to meet you even. Yeah. But yeah, thank you thanks. for being here for and sure. thank share you for your me. socials too for everyone so that they can find you. Yeah, my Instagram handle is R B June, R N B June. It's all one word. And uh, Instagram, it. Twitter, uh, Apple Music, Google Play, all of that. So cool. that's where you'll Everywhere. find me. What, what social media do you use most? Instagram, would you say? Instagram, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to get better with, you know, Twitter and stuff like that. But okay. Yeah, really Instagram. Gotcha. Right. Cool. Mm -hmm. Go check out his music. Yeah. Follow him. Support uh, this artist because... Mm -hmm. Do you have any shows man. coming up that you know of? Any shows? Yeah. yeah. Or any performances? Nothing, no, nothing right now. Oh. Um, especially with this whole coronavirus stuff That's going true. on. So, like, no. Forgot but, about that for two seconds. Yeah. yeah. Crazy yeah. that we're living in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Wild. So, wild. Yeah. But you'll have to <laughs> let us know when your next, you know, venue, or... <laughs> when your next that performances work. are, and yeah, what venues they are located what venues at, so that we can right. share with our followers and all that good stuff. Definitely. So, yeah. Definitely. Do we want to do the thing? Yeah, so what we do is um, we have a little saying. Mm. I guess we forgot to tell them the beginning. So don't worry about <laughs> okay. it. Don't worry about it. We'll just do it. But um, thank you all for listening. Go check out our blog posts on our website. Yeah. Because Mayor has been writing her ass off. And the last one is like my favorite Trying by far. To, yeah. Um, Talking so, about getting rid of toxic people in your life. Mm. Yeah. That's not an, a light subject. That's a, that's a process for sure. But yeah. go check it out. Um, yeah, go check out our website. Give us a review on um, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio means mm -hmm. a lot to us. Yeah. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Yeah. So without further ado, ready? Are you you may not have. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh! What were you gonna say? I'm just gonna go first. You go first. Oh, you may not have your shit figured out, <laughs> but that's okay. This, this is, is your twenties. Here we Bye. go. Love y'all. <laughs>